Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. An important part of living an inspired life is feeling good about the purchases you make, both the product and the company behind it. That's why I happily support today's sponsor, Real Paper, the bamboo toilet paper that both does good and feels good. With Real Paper, you get a super soft three-ply toilet paper made from eco-friendly bamboo, sustainably sourced. No inks or dyes are used, and there's no plastic packaging. On top of that, with each purchase you make, you are helping Real Paper succeed in its mission to increase access to clean toilets in developing countries around the world. Get Real Paper delivered right to your door with free shipping by going to realpaper.com. Then use the coupon code LIVING for 25% off. Take note that the word REAL is spelled R-E-E-L. Go to realpaper.com. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Making the Grade by C.V. Mosby, published in 1917. Patience means more than being able to stick to a task until it is finished. It means having a philosophy that makes one understand that it is continuous, well-directed efforts that win. Furthermore, patience must have an imaginative eye that sees the completed task and pronounces it well done. A mule can plod up and down the field. It makes no difference to the mule whether cotton or weeds are being plowed. But the farmer would have little patience if they did not feel they would harvest more than a crop of weeds. To be patient, to keep plugging along, to keep climbing the hill, you must be inspired by and buoyed up with the hope of reaching the top. It is not patience, but hopelessness that keeps one working at a task that holds out absolutely no promise of ultimate successful completion. The patience that helps carry one up the hill is the cheerful, hopeful kind. It is the kind that realizes the necessity of well-directed, intelligent, continuous effort. Continuous failure is the great patience destroyer. But temporary failure is the sauce and the spice of life. Within our DNA is a restless, longing, upward-reaching instinct. This accounts for our continuous progress, and it also accounts for our impatience. We crave change. Change, change everywhere. That's life. But uncurb this gives rise to a kind of impatience that brings failure to all of one's undertakings. It is healthy impatience that is needed in climbing, for it imparts zest to the game. It is the salt and spice needed to add the savory taste to the meats of life. But where is impatience to end, impatience to begin? Ah, there is the rub. There is where your finer judgment comes in. 
Self-restraint and self-control are closely akin to patience, but perfect self-control is not patience. Impatience is necessary to progress, but impatience exaggerated is self-destructive. A balanced diet is necessary in maintaining health, and a balance between impatience and patience is necessary in making the grade. A drill bites through the hardest steel, because the drill master directs the point constantly against a given spot. It is needless to comment upon the well-known story about the hare and the tortoise. Success everywhere is a vindication of the value of patience. Every grade that has ever been made and every hill that has been climbed has been done on account of patient bending to the task at hand. It is a narrow line that sometimes separates success from failure. Many a hill has been almost climbed, but almost getting to the top is not getting there. Patience and not drudgery is the quality necessary to keep one everlastingly at it. Ability to endure the physical strain does not always mean patiently sticking to a task. Some of the most patient and hopeful workers are not the strongest physically. Many times a physically weak body is made to endure an enormous strain on account of the hopeful patience of the individual. So why not be patient and hopeful in your climb? You are climbing toward a goal that will bring you success and the right kind of success brings happiness. To achieve is a normal person's ambition. We want to achieve, because our success will make us find favor in someone's eyes. The love passion is the lodestar that points the way in most achievements. This statement may be disputed by many, but the cold light of analysis will prove that it is true. The love light has been and always will be our prime activator. It has led us through a millennia of development. But patience must stay the hand that would rob us of our achievements by quitting before the task is done. Patience matures the ear for the harvest and imprints the blush of ripeness upon the cheek of the peach and covers it with down. This same patience has brought humanity up through animalism and savagery and made us the conquerors that we are today. But like an enigma, this same patience can make a grunt out of the mightiest warrior and turn victory into the blackest defeat. Patience then, like imagination, must be trained and it must be well directed in the upward and never-ending climb. Now, while you are on the climb, remember that cowardice and ignorance are the greatest of all human ills. They do more to stifle us, hamper progress, and spread poverty and disease than all other agencies combined. Cowardice is our inheritance from our animal ancestry. When the rule of tooth and claw was supreme, the weaker was devoured by the strong. This condition gave birth to fear, and the weak acting under this stimulus 
in their effort to preserve life, fled when the strong appeared intent upon their kill. This instinct for self-preservation came with other animal inheritances, but when the rule of reason succeeded brute force, and the mind was enthroned, fear had become so ingrained in humanity that it takes education and training now to eradicate it. All people are basically cowards, but reason and training can overcome this inherent weakness. Only the brave can win. A coward cannot progress. More of the fights in life are lost on account of cowardice than from any other cause. However, perils are pleasures to the brave and dauntless. They are the spice of life, and a life without thrills is no life at all. A coward cannot win because fear stifles initiative paralyzes effort, and throttles ambition. It makes pygmies out of giants, and renders a strong person as weak and helpless as a babe. Reason is the throne when cowardice takes the scepter, for then logic gives way to fallacy, and chaos reigns. The coward is a person to be pitied. To them life is a misery to be endured, because it cannot be avoided. They cannot understand how to enjoy the game. They thus become a bankrupt and a failure for all time. I would rather die young as the brave die and leave a brave person's heritage to the world than to live a coward's life, though it be prolonged until the end of time. Men and women of character live in deeds not years. One's value to the world is measured by what you accomplish, by the service you render to civilization, and not according to the length of time you may have lived. It takes a stout, brave heart to forge a new path, to climb a hill, to make a grade, and it is necessary to train honestly and untiringly to overcome fear. Mothers and fathers in their ignorance prey upon the fear instinct of their children and control them through this medium because this club is easiest to wield. More children are beaten and bruised psychically in this way than physically. It takes time, patience, and courage to explain to a child's mind why this or that must not be done, and it is easier to hurl a threat than to give an explanation. A parent in the animal world bites and slaps their young in reprimand. The human parent bites and slaps their young in a psychic manner by promising that dire and terrible things will happen if they do not obey. One parent is supposed to be brutal, the other refined, but let it be said that muscle tissue, when bruised, repairs with much less danger of permanent injury than brain tissue when injured by a psychic trauma. Ignorance is the greatest of all crimes. It is the breeder of all crimes. People lie, steal, and commit murder on account of their ignorance of the great laws of compensation.
They do not know that they are a related part in the great cosmos, and that every time they work injury upon their fellow citizens, they work it upon themselves. Light, more light, is the despairing cry of the scientist, because light and light only will save the world. Why must the average person attain the age of 35 to 50 before they find themselves, before they are squared away and ready to make their impress upon the world? The most logical answer to this question undoubtedly is this. It takes most people until that age to unlearn the erroneous things taught to them by parents and teachers to overcome the fears of childhood ingrained in them, and to learn what constitutes real life. When teachers and parents realize that success in life consists in being able to make the grade, more children will be trained to be hill climbers. At present, it is enough to make angels weep, to see the injustice heaped upon childhood. The wonder is that even so high as 5% of professional people become singular successes and reach the top of the grade. If Henry Ford had built his cars as carelessly as 90% of parents and teachers trained those under them, the Ford factory would have closed in less than two years. There are adults posing as teachers who are as ignorant of the science of psychology as a baby at its mother's breast is ignorant of Caledonian history. There are mothers and fathers raising children who are as ignorant of the great psychic laws of governing life as an owl is ignorant of the principles of algebra. You cannot parent, and you cannot teach, unless you understand the power of this great psychic tide in human life that ebbs and flows like the tide of the mighty ocean. Ignorance is the curse of the world. 90% of men and women, normal in mind and healthy in body, can make the grade, can climb the hills, if they are but properly trained in childhood and are taught the great laws of life. Make our boys and girls, our young and middle-aged women and men, brave and courageous, then we will have a race of hill climbers, a race that can make the grade. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.